So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome back, happy hour listeners. Guess what? It's just your girl, Tasha this week. Becca is out, okay? But don't you worry, because I'm here to talk about everything from last night's episode and even answer some of you guys' juicy questions that you guys have submitted. Um, but also... We have Mr. Basketball himself joining me to talk about his one-on-one that just so happened to take place in his hometown of Minnesota and so much more. There were some things that happened this week in the episode that I don't know if I necessarily just, I, I, I got secondhand embarrassment. You know, I just felt so bad for Chris S. Chris S, that man. I feel like he was starting to spiral out of control and like we kind of all saw it coming. I wonder if he saw it coming or if he felt it. His demeanor was off. His energy was just off. And sure enough, in true bachelor fashion, when people start to spiral out of control, well, that means the end is near, unfortunately. And Chris decided to take it into his own hands to quote unquote, show up like Michelle has asked. I don't know if she necessarily meant it in this way especially on a one-on-one when he clearly has no business attending. Um, But he showed up all right. And she said, adios. Um, I think at this point, I just really loved that Michelle was like, look, I need somebody to have my back, but lets me speak. I don't need to be spoken for. In fact, I feel extremely empowered when I'm spoke, when I'm speaking. And, um, I just need somebody that actually supports that and can just have my back with whatever I say and um, allows me to make my own judgments and decisions on my own. And with that said, my judgment is your judgment day, sir, and you're going to go home. So uh, I don't know if he necessarily saw that one coming or if, well, I don't know what he was thinking was going to happen, what he was going to save the day. She was going to stop her date with Nate and go back home with him. Just, you know, a rule of advice for everybody out there. If you ever decide to make your little sweet way onto The Bachelor or Bachelorette, don't do this, okay? I, I know it sounds like a really good idea at the time. Just don't do it. 
there's another way to go about it and it ain't it like that so that was um I, I think it was time for chris s to say goodbye unfortunately i feel like uh he really didn't have fun on the viking date which the viking date can we talk about that for a second i may have sent myself home on that date because truthfully the thing that they were eating a, a raw fish i mean Brandon bit into that fish and I swear I saw juice guts spitting out and literally <laughs> Rodney is so funny he was like is that crunchy it was so, I could not stop laughing Rodney kills me anyway so this week's episode was really good I feel like I really loved Nate's one-on-one date Michelle was in her element and she felt at home but also she felt at home and like really really comfortable and I feel like she really grew in a relationship with Joe, which I cannot wait to have him here on the episode today. He's coming any minute now. Um, and we'll just deep dive with that with him. But um, until then, we have some fan questions to answer. Let's see what y'all have submitted, shall we? What is the best part of co-hosting The Bachelorette? Well, number one, the pressure is not on me. So I just got to kind of like sit back and kind of giggle and laugh and um really admire like the love and how much you watch all of these individuals grow from afar like I feel like you really see these people like step out of their comfort zones and put themselves out there and try to do these romantic gestures and there's just something so I don't know sweet and endearing about it that um it's fun to watch from afar but also like watching you know the lead kind of fall in love and really seeing that from night one to like the finish it's just like the waves of emotions and 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 um just like the people that you filter through it's, it's funny like how your gut instinct is always correct and um that's just been really fun also i mean come on caitlin and i have a freaking ball of a time we cannot stop laughing um in fact I feel like we need a TV show ourselves and just like just just show you guys how crazy we are behind the scenes but yeah I really enjoy my co-host and I really um, have fun doing what I do. Um, next question. What is the biggest difference between your hosting role now versus actually being The Bachelorette? Um, so I get asked this a lot, but for a lot of the obvious reasons, and I kind of touched on that with the last question, it's like, I'm not in the vulnerable, ugh, I'm not in the vulnerable position, um, which you know, I've done, it's, it's an amazing experience, but also at the same time, it's extremely draining and it can be really tough, but also could be extremely rewarding. So, um, right now as hosting, it's kind of just kind of being on the sidelines, just kind of like watching over what's kind of happening. You don't really get to intervene too much and, and get to be a part of like what's going on, which I kind of find special because we look forward to those conversations with Michelle. She kind of like fills us in. I don't know everything at times. Um, so it's nice to kind of hear her experience from, you know, how she's experienced it. And um, yeah, I, I have to say the late night and the long hours, I was watching Michelle do it. Like I would like look out my window and they were still out there at like 3 a.m. I'm like, there's no way y'all can get me to do that again. Like I was exhausted just thinking about it. I don't know how I did it. But then again, it's like a crazy high when you're doing it. So yeah. So the biggest difference, well, it's just not me in the hot seat. And um, being able to kind of like help somebody on their journey has been really fun and rewarding. Um, what did you do to train for the NY Marathon? Well, um, it was kind of difficult because I had made the commitment to do the marathon back at the end of May. And um, yeah, I, I had I had decided that I wanted to do the marathon at the end of May and I signed up in June. And truthfully, like two weeks later, three weeks later, I was leaving to go film Michelle's season. So actually two weeks later, yeah. So it was really tough and not ideal um my training regimen just because I didn't get back into the city until mid-September which is actually crazy to me like I was on the road for that long and truthfully training on a treadmill if I, I'm sure some of you guys know if you guys are runners but um 
training on a treadmill is not nearly the same as running outside and trying to pace yourself and figuring out the distance you can go and whatnot. So I did it as much as I possibly could. You know, it's tough being stuck in a hotel and um, having that be your only outlet. And sometimes you just don't want to be like in an inside hotel gym. You just kind of want to be outside and kind of roam. I think that's kind of the beauty of running um, is exploring and kind of having that I don't know, that free spirit, if you will. Um, so it was a little difficult until I got here and back to New York City and I was able to run around the city. I saw it in a completely different light than I normally had, which I think is like the most exciting thing for me. Like it was, I would be on runs and I would completely stop and just be in awe of like the skyline and be like, I actually live here. Like I made this happen. It's been a dream for me for a while. It's been a dream of mine for a while. And um it was just very surreal. And to do that with Zach and some of our friends have just, it, I don't know, it's just been really magical. Um, so it was really just doing at least like two short runs during the week and then doing a long run on the weekend when I could fit it in. Um, ideally, I would have loved to train a little bit more. Just so you know, if I would have trained a little bit more, I would have gone a better time. I would have smoked y'all. Just kidding. <laughs> humble, humble, stay humble. Anyway, um, next year it's freaking on. That's all I have to say. Next year it's on. I have like sub four um, goal and I will hit that. So I'm really excited. Um, next question. Of all the men who've gone home so far, who are you most excited to talk to at the mental all and why? I mean, I'd have to say this is pretty easy. It's going to probably be Chris S because I want to hear his final thoughts. I don't really think that he thought his journey was going to end the way it did. Again, I would love to know what he thought was going to happen. Um, Yeah. And he's kind of erratic. Like, I just feel like there's just so much to unpack there. So he's a little spitfire. Let's let's talk to Chris S., honey. Um, and lastly, can you and Caitlin please do more TikTok dances? They are so fun. Yes, yes, more yes. Um, it's funny because like when we're in the moment and we're like all dressed up and we're doing our thing, it's probably one of the last things on our mind. And then we like look back and we're like, why don't we do a TikTok? Or like, why don't we do this or that? Um, but when you're in the moment, you kind of forget. But TikTok dances, her and I just love them. And I feel like it's something that we both like bond on and we kind of pick up pretty easily. So yes, to answer your question, yes, we will work on some more. In fact, I think she'll be here in New York in a few weeks. So maybe we'll do one then. All right, guys. Well, that was fun. Thank you for submitting some questions. Go ahead and continue to do that. I would love to do this with Becca um, pretty soon here so that we can both kind of like play around. But other than that, thank you. And that was fun. But without further ado, it is time to bring on our guest, Joe, Mr. Basketball himself. Welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour. Hi, Joe. Hey, Tasha. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. A little you cold know, in Minnesota, but it's cool. Is it cold? How cold yeah. is it? Let's have a competition. Let's see who's colder. It's 26. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even going to get my phone out because it's way colder over there than it is over here. We have a lot to talk about. Okay? For sure. But first off, Mr. Basketball, Minnesota, how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing really good. Um, yeah. This has been a really cool experience. And, uh, you know, just watching things back has been uh, really fun for me. So it's been, a, it's been a good experience for myself and also my family. Wow. It's been fun. Has it been fun watching yourself back? Oh, well, I mean, I've never really liked listening to my own voice. But I'm like, it's fun watching. <laughs> It's fun watching the things that we weren't able to see while on the show. So that's been really Absolutely. Yeah. I have to say, watching myself back when I was on The Bachelor, I don't know if I would necessarily call it fun. I was like no. running from one side of the room to the other. Like the second I'm going to come on, I was like so uncomfortable watching with my family. The fact that you do that, kudos to you. <laughs> it is uncomfortable. But yeah, it's the, it's the other part. It's the stuff that I didn't see or hear about before that's uh, really entertaining for me. Yeah, it's all good. Um. I need to know, how did you end up on The Bachelorette? Yeah, so I was nominated. Um, okay. Had some people from Minnesota that thought, you know, me and Michelle would be a good couple. And so um, they were like, you should really just 
they asked me if I would want to apply. And I was, I told them like, no, there's no way I'm ever doing that. LOL. <laughs> sent them some emojis. Um, and then like <laughs> an hour later or something, I, I got a screenshot and it was like your submission or like your application has been submitted. And I was oh, like, God. wow, you really did it. You really did it. And I just sent crying emojis, not thinking anything uh, would really come of it. And I think I would reached out to like that night. You were reached out to that night? That night, yeah. Oh my so God, that's like so that. quick. It was so quick. Jesus. So I was like, well, okay. no, no way. <laughs> so at least you weren't trying to like get onto the show for years now. It was really just because like you thought or your friend thought that you would have a connection with Michelle. Yep. Well, that's kind of cool. I mean, it's yeah. a when it's supposed to happen, it's supposed to happen. But yeah. we have a lot to unpack with your journey because a lot has happened. Mm -hmm. But let's take it back to night one. Obviously, yeah. this is not something you were kind of expecting. Um, but how nervous were you coming out of that limo, seeing Michelle on that podium? I need oh, yeah, to know you, everything. <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah, it's a lot of lead up going into that moment. Just how long the process is, just making sure that you're ready before you get in the limo. But then once you're there, like, <laughs> you're kind of sitting, waiting for some of the other guys to go. And it's just like, oh, I wish I would have went first. Um, and I ended up being the last out of the limo. So it's just like a lot of nerves going into that. Um, I'm like, I could easily say that I was like the most nervous I've been in my life. Like been in a lot of games where, you know, games are on the line or I'm at the free throw yeah. line and yeah. nothing compares to like that opening night. I mean, I can, well, I've never been, you know, Mr. Basketball or like even a basketball player know what that feeling feels like. Um, but yeah, the anxiety and <laughs> kind of like the stress of coming out of that limo is wild. But for you, yours was even a little bit more different or a little bit more special, if you will, because mm -hmm. you actually knew Michelle. Mm -hmm. did you think that she would recognize you uh no i didn't i didn't you didn't i didn't no okay so <laughs> i don't understand you knew that she saw your instagram okay so you just thought it was so long ago she's not gonna know i've never met her in person because clearly you guys i mean you can clarify for everybody you guys had just dm'd a couple of times it was nothing more than that mm -hmm. um so you guys have never met in person before so you just no. thought you kind of get away with it yeah, well, not necessarily get away with it, but I thought, you know, it'd be a, a topic of conversation later on, not necessarily yeah. right then and there in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> Did your heart drop? Because I remember this. I remember because we were watching you guys and mm -hmm. you left the podium and she's like, hold on a second. Did I DM you? Like, and you turned around. I think you said what? You said something like, we'll talk about it or something. I said, uh, we'll see, I think. Maybe something like that. Oh and she was like, wait, God. you ghosted me. And then just <laughs> called me out. So, <laughs> Were you freaking out at that point? I was already freaking out. So that was just like more, <laughs> more on top of it. But <laughs> I'm glad we had that conversation. It was, uh, you know, we just nipped it in the butt right there. So Yeah, that's good. Well, okay. So you had an interesting night one. One that not a lot of people can relate to because that was, you ghosted our lead, by the way. Not, you know, probably not the best foot to start on, but like, it's oh, all good. Um, no, probably not. But I think one of the dates that, you know, we kind of saw you step into your element was when we were in Palm Springs on the basketball group date. Mm -hmm. First off, I wanted to say, I'm so sorry for your loss of your coach. Um, I know that was Thank really you. tough for you. Um, but I f almost feel like I I'm happy you saw Michelle that day. Cause I feel like that's something that you could help probably lift your spirits, you know? Yeah. I appreciate How that. Um, it was, mm -hmm. uh, it was crazy timing. Cause you know, you're not able to really talk to the outside world and the fact that yeah. I was, you know, that day, um, and then got a call about, um, my coach passing, you know, on the day that we're having a group basketball date, um, was, it was like kind of special, you know, just to like yeah. have that happen and then, um, you know, be able to not necessarily like put it beside me, but then, you know, go to a place where I usually would go to, uh, you know, have fun and like kind of to forget about the outside thing, clear my head. Exactly. So, yeah, um, just being able to have that was great. Yeah. Was it fun to be on that court with all the other guys and like kind of be in your element? Yeah. Yeah. It was super fun. Um, a lot of the other guys had, you know, kind of talked about them being hoopers and that they're decent and things like yeah. that so i was like okay cool like yeah. go have fun see how it goes at, at this point i don't think anybody knew that you like you know 
had done pretty well at your in your basketball career back at home. So yeah. you kind of were just like remaining humble at this point, right? Yeah, I just was remaining humble, just staying quiet. I mean, some of the other guys are talking about how they had bounce or <laughs> take a dunk and all this and that. And I was just you know, kind of just stayed in my yeah, lane. I just let my yeah, I just let my play talk for itself. <laughs> and yes, and you did pretty good that day, if I remember. At first, I think it was a little shaky for everyone, but then I think you kind of uh, you Pick took it up. home. Yeah. <laughs> But um, it's no secret that Michelle also can ball, and she definitely gave you a run for your money. Um, is that your first time that you ever got, you know, your ass whooped by a girl? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say that is the first time. She killed me. We had a, a good game of pig. Um, she got me for sure. Yeah, she did. Is that a turn on for you with watching her play basketball and kind of be able to kind of school you and kind of match your skill uh it was a big turn on watching her yeah yeah for sure for sure um i'd never <laughs> seen her play before so just being able to see her in person and seeing her, her stroke was pretty nice um it was good to yeah. see well look you did amazing that day and i think um yeah you also kind of got the group date award if you will and got a continue on with that and so your guys's connection there continued to grow but um what also continued to grow was the drama with jamie and we're just going to touch on this for a quick little second because really it was you that he was talking about um what went through your mind when you found out that some of the guys, aka just Jamie, had been questioning whether or not you and Michelle had any sort of relationship before going on the show? Oh, uh, well, I've had some guys that kind of asked just like, you know, night one or even this days after just knowing that I was from Minnesota. They were like, do you know her? Have you met her? So they yeah. were like asking. Um, but they asked me. They didn't like necessarily like gossip to other guys and say like, Got it. Not, not include me in the conversation at least. So they were asking me. Um, I just kept it real with them. Um, but the funny thing is, yeah, Jamie never never spoke to me. So really, I'm watching his back, yeah, he never took the time to have a conversation with me. So um, yeah, that was interesting. That you know, it ended up just being him. So guys asked you, and it just kind of like you just put it to bed right then and there, and they didn't really kind of question that and um, dive any deeper. Oh yeah, they asked. Yeah, they asked if I know her, if I knew her, and if yeah. I met her. And I was like, I never met her. Um, but I mean, I guess I could have elaborated a little more. But oh, um, I just felt like that would have just been not good <laughs> for the situation if I would have said <laughs> oh, something yeah. about messages. So it was just uh, just kept it at that. Like I, we never met before, and that's pretty much where it was. Oh God. Well, you know, that's what ha what happens when someone kind of like makes up this like story and just kind of. I don't know, alludes to something. Well, it ends up biting in the ass and that kind of what happened to Jamie. So at least the truth came out and you were truthful. Michelle was truthful and that's all, you know? Yep. Um, how excited were you when you found out that you guys were going to go to Minnesota? I know Palm Springs was fun. Obviously the heat was great. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, it was not that great. It was, was so it, hot. Did the heat get to you? It got to me for sure. For okay, sure. would you rather have that kind of heat or what is it, 26 there? So you can always put layers on, but you can't take layers off. Like I that. mean, I like, guess that's true. It was so hot. I mean, like even during the day, I didn't want to be outside. Yeah. Like, and at night, it, it was super hot too. It was super hot. Yeah, but see, like, I love that. I don't know. I guess. I like heat too, but like, I feel like that was just a little aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. Hey, look, at least you guys got to leave and go to Minnesota. On my season, we stayed in that 120 degree heat the entire time. <laughs> the entire how, time how it melted, yeah yeah it was i mean the men they really put up a fight so um but then you got to go to minnesota so you got to go home how did how did you feel when she was like so we're not staying here we're going to minnesota of all the places in the world how'd you feel uh i was geeked i was geeked um, yeah. like minneapolis minnesota like it's been my home for 26 plus years um so just being able to come back home, I thought it'd be really cool, especially with um, me and Michelle both being from there, um, from here. Um, I thought it would just be a really good experience for us both. So I was really excited. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like, number one, that kind of has to feel good because you're on this like crazy experience um, that like we talked about earlier, you don't really get to be in, co in, in like touch with anybody from the outside world. 
And like, at least you're going to go home to where you kind of feel like some sense of like normalcy and like, it's also your stomping ground. So like, Mm -hmm. did you think that that was going to kind of allow you to, well, I don't know. Do you feel like you were being yourself and like able to open up and, or were you kind of having some walls up still? When you're um, no, I think it, I think it helped uh, bring some walls down for sure. Um, felt a lot more comfortable when I was there. Yeah, um, you know, especially just with some of the guys too. Like, I'm pretty quiet if I don't really know you. So, um, just having the whole group be in Minneapolis, I was able to kind of just talk to them about cool areas or like yeah. what's historically like famous about this spot and like just little things like that. And once they got there, they're really impressed with the city um, and kind of just helped me build more of a connection with some of the guys and you know had them see the place that I call home. So I was glad to come back for sure. Yeah, that's really rare, you know, for like the lead and a contestant to be from the same hometown. And I feel like that's really an advantage for you. Like you know everything around Minneapolis. And so I feel like you kind of have the one up on everyone. And the fact that, well, you got a one-on-one with Michelle, um, as soon as you got to Minneapolis, so you were like having the time of your life, actually. You got to go home. Then you got to have a one-on-one. First of all, how did it feel for her to call your name in front of all the guys the second you saw her? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty interesting because we were just um, kind of walking around the city uh, yeah. with the Stone Arch and stuff. Um, but they didn't warn us about seeing Michelle or anything like that. So like I'm in sweatpants, a white tee, like super casual. And then like we would walk up and Michelle's there, um, not really knowing what's going to happen. Um, and then, yeah, she surprises me with the one-on-one day. So that was really cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's see. Have you ever been on the field of the twins games before? No, no, I've never been on the field of the twins game or thrown out the first pitch. So, um, that was a really cool surprise as well. So, um, like the one-on-one day just kept getting better and better really. I mean, did you expect to get a one-on-one when you were there? Like, I had a feeling, hoping? you know, we're back in Minnesota. I figured I'd probably get a one-on-one date at some point, especially since I hadn't gotten one yet. Um, yeah. But I didn't think it was going to be right then and there in that moment. Yeah. I mean, let me ask you, at this point, what? We're like a couple weeks in. Um, you obviously have a connection with Michelle and you guys have been having like decent conversations and you've gotten like a group date rose and things like that. Did you feel like you needed that one-on-one time soon in order to really make a breakthrough in your relationship yeah i felt like i would want to get it soon sooner than later that's for sure um you know like on group dates there's only so much you can really build on um in that setting with so many other guys with you um so just being able to have that one-on-one date is something that i was really looking forward to um yeah you know the fact that we got i got that you know the first day and then you know having being something that's like kind of a, a really cool thing to do like people go to twins games they like going to sporting events so being able to do that with her was uh was really dope. Yeah. Have you ever been on a kiss cam before? No, I've never been on the kiss no! cam before. That was the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty epic. I'm not gonna lie. The was. <laughs> on the field, Michelle just threw a pitch and you're on the kiss cam. I mean, I don't really know how else you can top a situation like that at a twins game, but I think you uh you made a statement. Okay, kid, you made a statement. I feel like what was really cool was that you guys went to dinner at a restaurant that you had already been to. Is that right? Mm-hmm. The Ferris wheel. And she had never ate at that restaurant before. Mm-hmm. What did it feel like to be in your hometown with Michelle? Did it kind of feel like this is what like life could be? Like was it pretty surreal for you? Yeah, it was definitely surreal. surreal. Um, you know, having this friends game, something that, you know, people love to do for dates or just like um, weekend things. But like going on a date to Betty Dangers, um, it's pretty close to where I live even. And so just doing that just felt like real realistic. I mean, this whole experience is pretty crazy. Um, yeah. So it's not necessarily always something that you could envision um, continuing, but like being in Minneapolis going to restaurants that we've both been to before it's crazy. Um, just, just made it feel so much more real. It's so crazy to me. I honestly wish like I had more hometown dates, like in my hometown, that would have been, in your hometown, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's just like another level of it. Like you just feel so comfortable. And, um, did you want to show her around? Do you kind of wish that you were able to like show her, like, let me show you like <laughs> where like I stomp around. For sure. For sure. There's a lot of spots that I wanted to, Show her and then some of the guys too. I mean, all of them were 
a lot of people talk down on Minneapolis and Minnesota, so they didn't really think much was going on over here. So I was like, it's a lot cooler than what you guys think. So I wanted Is to show it? them too. Yes. Why do you think people talk down about it? Because I think, I don't know, maybe it was Rodney or something. And he was like, man, I really just thought Minnesota was just farmland and stuff like that. I was like, so much more. So I, I just think like people in the West Coast just don't really have a sense of what's going on in the Midwest. On a more serious note, though, I will. I want to talk about, you know, your guys' one-on-one and the conversation you guys had that evening, um, which I feel like was so special. And um, I don't know, it just meant a lot to like watch you walk through that experience and share it with everybody. Have you, I mean, I know you said that you really don't tell many people about, you know, your injuries with basketball and like how it affected your life. Did you kind of feel apprehensive to sharing that story? And how do you feel now that you did it? Um, yeah, I mean, anything that I don't do, like on a consistent basis, um, kind of makes me a little nervous or it's not something I usually do. Um, mm-hmm. not always comfortable doing that, but you know, given Michelle, like we were already um, kind of built a connection around basketball and I wanted to make sure that she um, just kind of knew more about me and where I, you know, kind of kind of been through and, you know, yeah. how it's affected my life and how um, I kind of fought through those injuries and how, you know, it's tough mentally on somebody who's uh, worked so long and so hard on a specific goal. And then, you know, it's not necessarily something that they reached, <clears throat> um, especially after, you know, something that was out of their control. Um, and just part of, you know, the process of sports. So um, that was tough, but I definitely wanted her to know that, um, what I was going through and that, so she could paint a better picture of who I am as a person too. So um, I'm happy that I was able to open up to her and uh, I think it was good. Yeah. Um, It must've felt really good and, and really safe to be able to talk to someone that could possibly understand what that actually feels like when basketball is your life and you know you you put in so much hard work and effort day in and day out and Michelle obviously has done that too um so did that make it easier for you to feel like you can open up to her and talk to her about it yeah for sure I mean if you just speak to like a regular person right I never really wanted anybody to like feel sorry for me so just like explaining that to somebody who hasn't been through that process and that grind I don't think would really fully understand. And so um, having someone to talk to about that, who has been through that process, has gone through those hard days and those hard nights of practice and conditioning and just the whole process of it all um, made it, made it really good just to build that deeper connection that, you know, we had together. So. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about, you know, because I know you talked about like how it was kind of like a really dark like place in your life and how Mm -hmm. hard that was mentally um like how how was that journey for you like getting from how you felt then to like now I I, I feel like that's not something that happens overnight obviously um Mm -hmm. and you were like how you said you have high standards for yourself and when you're doing essentially the same exact thing that you were doing a couple of weeks ago and it's just not the same um Mm -hmm. I'm sure that was really 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 hard on you um yeah yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was, you know, being so I was at the University of Minnesota and I transferred all the way to St. Mary's. So um, I had never been away from home before. Yeah. So that in itself was pretty difficult for me, um, being yeah. such a homebody and being um, so close to my friends and family. So that was hard on its own. But then um, kind of having basketball taken away from me at that same time. Uh, was what really made it hard for me. Um, you know, didn't have anyone to really support me in those moments um, in person. Um, you know, I think Skype was still kind of picking up and like, you know, we had a little bit of FaceTime, but it's nothing like it is now. So I didn't right. really have that many um, people to reach out to or speak with. Um, and I really just felt alone. And so that was difficult. Um, and so I knew I was going through a dark um, situation and I wanted to um, put myself in a better um, position after that so that's why I ended up transferring and just coming back home so we could have that support system back around me which is so so important especially mm-hmm. um yeah when you feel like you're alone and you even said that you questioned like who am I if I don't have this and like what is my identity and I mm-hmm. feel like that is a thing that obviously in different forms, but that we all can probably relate to and have felt at some point in life um, when something 
you know, as big as an injury um, or, you know, someone in our family passed away, something that kind of just like really makes you question that question, who am I, is a really scary place to be. And I'm really mm-hmm. happy that you were able to go back home and kind of be surrounded by your family. Um, but injuries are so common in like high level athletes. What advice do you have for men and women out there who have experienced a life changing injury? Uh, I would say just, you know, trust the process. Um, you know, it can be really dark, tough time. Um, you know, injuries can be eight, 12, 16 weeks. Um, but doing what you have to do every single day, um, knowing that if you do trust that and keep going through that process, you know, things will work out. Um, but it's, it's tough. It's tough. You know, you climb up that hill to get back in shape or to get your injured leg, foot or whatever it may be, um, back and then to get injured again and fall back down there. Um, it's tough mentally. So I would say just try to trust the process, but also make sure your mental is as good as it can be. Yeah, it's tough. Um, do you feel as though being surrounded by like your friends from back home, um, that kind of sped up that process of like kind of feeling like alone and um, getting out of that dark hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. My, my friends and family are a big part of my life. Um, I keep a small circle still, but those mm-hmm. people that are around me are the ones that, you know, got me to where I am today. And so without them, I wouldn't be the person that I am. So um, just having those like good support systems um, around you is what, you know, really helped me. And, you know, I'm really grateful for it. I mean, like uh, my injury doesn't necessarily um, compare because running wasn't something that like I was like striving to be an Olympian or anything like that. But I ran in high school and I was planning on running in college. And um, as a freshman in college, I actually was on my first week as a freshman in college. I was actually ran over by a truck and it completely fractured my pelvis. And like it, it, it was the craziest feeling. So like, I know what you kind of mean. And when you're saying like something just gets taken away kind of in an instant and trying to rebuild that, especially for me, like I couldn't even walk. So I had to like relearn how to walk. So it's like Mm -hmm. something like that. It's tough to, I don't know, just not have everybody feel like, sorry for me. Like I'm already going through enough right now. And then like trying to like, you know, find your new groove with everything. Like it's a very, it's a very tough place to be. And I remember like I had to like stay home. I couldn't even, I had months of schooling that was like taken away. And then I was like behind everybody. It was just like, it was, it was a mess. But um, I know exactly what you mean by um, just needing to be surrounded by your, your loved ones. And um, I don't know. Hey, I'm sorry to hear that. That sucks. Were you in like a, a body cast? Like what uh, is, how is the recovery? Um, truthfully, there's no surgery for a fractured pelvis. Mm-hmm. So like it's, I had very attractive. Um, I actually had a walker. Um, and I, that's it. I just kind of had to like do physical therapy every single day. I had to relearn how to walk. Like I, like I said, back in the hospital yeah. and, um, I had to move dorm rooms and all that stuff. Cause I couldn't walk upstairs anymore. Like I couldn't walk far. So I couldn't walk to classrooms and things like that. It was just, it was tough, but yeah, it was kind of just having, um, what's it called? Crutches and a walker. Crutches. And just mm-hmm. kind of like limping around and being out of school for about three and a half, four months. Man, that's tough. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So I, I get what that kind of like pain can do to your mental state. Um, mm-hmm. But again, not to the level of, of like, you know, I don't know, having that be like your full identity, you know, it's mm-hmm. tough. Um, let's see. Um I don't know. I don't even know where to go from that because that's so heavy. But I just want to say, like, thank you for being able to, like, open up. Because I feel like a lot of people have gone through injuries like this. Like, in college, it's very, very common. And um, I think your story on, you know, The Bachelor is something that a lot of people can resonate with. And now seeing you now being able to still be, like, playing basketball and um, being as happy as you are. Like, it's it's really, it's really sweet. And I'm happy you did it. So thank you. Um, if you could have planned the perfect one-on-one date in Minneapolis, what would have been? The perfect one-on-one date. Let's see. Um, for sure. <laughs> I guess I probably would do like 
probably wouldn't be TV acceptable, but like a movie, <laughs> dinner in a movie. <laughs> I mean, like, it wouldn't be no, cool on TV for us to go see a movie. But like a, a, movie. a movie, dinner, but like, um, like maybe a dinner on like St. Anthony, Maine or on the Stone Arch during like mm. a sunset or something like that. Okay, here. Let me romanticize it for you. How about we like do like a projector? Yeah. How about a projector? A projector outside. Come on now. And then you got popcorn. You can feed each other popcorn with some plush little like couches, lanterns everywhere on underneath the stars. Overlooking the city. Exactly. We'll probably go to Boom Island. I know the perfect spot. See? Yeah. There See, you go. So- yeah, you have. <laughs> I can help you with this stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, that would have been really, really cool. Um, okay. So movies. So you're a simple guy. I like that. I like that. At least it's nothing like crazy. Um, you know, crazy is kind of like something that Chris S would do, like showing up at a one-on-one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> I'd love to know your thoughts about the drama with Chris S. Where do we start? You literally just picked up your water bottle and taken a swig because you, okay, gather yourself, gather your thoughts. Tell me about your thoughts. I just want to know. Um, I think with Chris S, he, what he was trying to do was mm-hmm. coming from a good place. But I think how he did it and what he said was not the right thing to say. Um, Are you talking about the outbursts? Um, at the cocktail party, like kind of about the whole Nate thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like saying that guys had it in the bag because um, no one has ever said that in the house. Um, yeah. But I think just the way he said it and you know how it came across was definitely not the way he should have. Um, and I told him right then and there in that moment, I, I got up and I was like, what are you doing? What are you yeah. doing? Why would you say that? Because <laughs> I was like, no one's ever said that. Um, but I mean, he must have heard some things that I didn't hear. So um, but as far as, as that, yeah, I don't, I told him I, that wasn't a good look. What are your thoughts about him crashing Nate's one-on-one? Yeah, no, that's yeah. wild. It's pretty crazy. I don't, <laughs> that was a really bad idea. I don't know. Like you can't really twist that any other way. Um, that should not have been done. I would have been really upset if it was my one-on-one. Look, I was saying this at the earlier, like uh, earlier on the episode. Um, there's just a way to go about making your voice be heard and kind of like, you know, warning if you are quote unquote warning the lead about people, but it's definitely not crashing a one-on-one date. Um, And I'm not quite sure. I mean, like really though. Okay. Let me ask you, cause you're a guy. Maybe you can try to like enlighten me what was going through his head. What did Chris S really think was going to happen? Like, did, did he really think that like Michelle would have been like, Chris, you are right. I'm going to leave Nate and like leave <laughs> the one-on-one and then like go back with him back to the hotel. There's there's no, no situation where I could think that like would go smoothly for Chris doing that. I don't know. I don't know what he's saying. I mean, I come on. I'm just, I'm really trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here, but there, I just don't know what he was thinking. And then instead he got himself sent home. Yeah. I mean, I feel. Did like you see had, that coming? I I feel like he might have been like, all right, this is just the last straw. He might have been in a different mental space where he was like, if I get sent home, I get sent home. So, did you have any idea that he was going to do that? Because you guys were no. all back at the hub at this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we were all back at the hub. No, I mean, we had talked like a uh, group chat setting um, where like he had mentioned or some of the guys had said that like she called him out about not practicing what he preaches or something like that and i think he like got a little frustrated about that and oh, no. i think that's what then led into crashing the days so. oh my god i don't know it was a shock i mean i guess it was a shock to me that michelle sent him home as soon as she did just because well i guess the whole thing was a shock to me but did you think he was gonna go home that night well I just knew he wasn't around, so I didn't like see what was happening. But I figured like something wasn't, <laughs> nothing good was going to happen. So I had a feeling like this that might be the last time I saw Chris. S, so. Oh God! Oh my God! Well, look, that's as much as you know. That might be the end of the road for Chris S. I feel like there's still lots to come um, here in the next few episodes. Um, 
Could you be able to give us a one sentence teaser of what's to come in the season? One sentence teaser. Mm-hmm. Um, something that's never happened before. You think, oh, oh, that's a teaser. Okay. Something that's never happened before is going to happen soon. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty good. Okay. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's you with you or if that's if that's with somebody else. But I'm very. Was intrigued. it supposed to just be me? No, no. Oh, okay. I, you're okay, leaving good. me on my on my seat. I mean, I was there, and I'm still. <laughs> I'm I'm interested. I'm excited. Um, okay. Well. The other thing that we usually ask our guests um, that are on the episode is what is your rose and your thorn? So what was your rose and thorn of your journey thus far? Rose. Yeah. Finally meeting Michelle. For sure. Oh, okay. Um, and the thorn, probably the, the late nights. So very long late nights <laughs> <laughs> that I was not ready for, especially with like the time difference. So like when we we're in Palm Springs, it's, like, it's really like two hours later for me because what I was used to in the central. Right, time. right, right. Yeah. You know, Joe, I have to say, you've realized you may not have ever had to do all of this um, had you have DM'd the girl back. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> just because uh you guys' little on one date was really really cute and i feel like there was you know a lot of chemistry there and um i don't know i saw like something special there so just saying maybe y'all should you know dm people back when they reach out true or maybe this was just how it was meant to be oh that's true too that's true too um okay so i want to play a little game with you it's just gonna be like a rapid fire game um, we're going to give you a most likely two, and you'll finish the sentence with the name of someone from Michelle's group of guys. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Most likely to get the party started. Nate. Oh, okay. Most likely to start the drama. Peter and Jane. <laughs> okay. Most likely to be there when you needed them. Rodney. Oh, most likely to forget their wallet at home. Oh, that's me. <laughs> we ain't going out on a date, okay? You're, you're not allowed to take anybody out. Most likely to get the guys laughing. Oh, Rodney, for sure. Yeah. Most likely to be last picked for a game of basketball. Party. Oh, so bad. <laughs> wow. Wow. Come on. That was Just so savage. I'm sorry. Sorry, Pardee. He made an incredible shot, you have to admit. He did. He did. He did. And it was his first shot, too. It, it, his, his one and only, but it was a glory shot. Okay. Uh, wow, that was savage. Okay. Most likely to cheat to win a group date. See. So during the teddy bear fight, we had <laughs> rules that were set. No pushing, uh-huh. Uh-huh. no like, like no hitting. Uh-huh. And Clayton caught me with a fist, a fist to the face. And so no. I'm just going to say that I, I feel like counts as cheating for that game. So I'm yeah. going to go with Clayton. Yeah. Wow. All yeah. right. Let's see. Most likely to be a groomsman in your wedding. See, oh, see, me and Leroy uh, got a really good connection when we were here in Minneapolis. Yeah, and he's super fresh, so I was like, Leroy, you're in. <laughs> he's made it in. Okay, made it. most likely to steal Michelle first at a cocktail party. Uh, Martin. Oh, okay, that's good. Most likely to skinny dip in a pool. Mm, dang. Will? Really? Everyone's been saying you for this one. To skinny dip in a pool? Yeah. 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I was about to say, like, yeah, okay. That's probably the last thing I do. That's so funny. Most likely to go to bed first. You yeah, can say yeah, it. That'd probably be me. Yeah, I think everyone's been saying you for this that'd one. Probably be me. I was sleeping a lot for sure. Well, you you okay? I mean, it's the late nights. I just, just wasn't tired. built for this yet. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Most likely to actually beat you in a game of one on one. To beat me? Yeah, you. No one. Oh, okay, except for Michelle. Me. Except for Michelle. 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 Okay. Yeah. There None you of go. The guys. <laughs> All right. Well, Joe, it was so fun to talk to you. Thank you so much for stopping by. And I'm sure this will not be the last time we speak. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, that was fun having Joe on. And thank you so much for submitting some fan questions earlier today. That is all we have for you. So thank you so much to our happy hour listeners, as well as thank you, Joe, for being here. We are casting for the upcoming seasons of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So head to bachelornation.com forward slash apply to nominate yourself or someone else. Make sure to hit us up on social at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram, at Batch Nation on TikTok and Twitter, and then Bachelor Nation on Facebook. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you are listening to right now. Hasta luego. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. There's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black Founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black Founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.